can't find it. You've checked everywhere. So you go to find mom at work, deep within the mines of London. And there you find it, the lost remote. And a giant dragon, because we are watching Reign of Fire. Zach, Brian, and Arthur here uh, in a Matthew McConaughey, Christian Bale movie uh, set with a young version of Christian Bale at the beginning, going to visit his mom at work in the tubes of London. Uh, when something wakes up, something big, something scaly, something fiery, uh, then we fast forward, get a little uh, <laughs> Terminator salvation level narration about the end of the times brought on by dragons. Uh, we find Christian Bale keeping the remaining people of England alive with unique ways to, you know, stay away from dragons as they're hunting. They're hungry. There's not many people left, so the dragons are lashing out, and there's not many people, so they're digging in to defend themselves. When what comes along but Matthew McConaughey and the U.S. Army, uh, and they're on the hunt for the last the male dragon. I guess the only male dragon. And so he has to convince Christian Bale that this is a fight worth fighting, and it's the only play. It's Reign of Fire, gentlemen. What would be in your flask if you were a dragon hunter? Orange Crush. <laughs> I like the Orange Crush. Mm -hmm. well, mine would be uh, Coke. And that's just because that's what I drink. I don't know. But anyway, uh, you skipped over the in the salvation part. I really enjoy <laughs> in the very opening of this movie, the in the opening credits, how it took their scientists too long to figure out they were dealing with dragons. <laughs> right yeah so like i mean right at the beginning i mean okay like hypothetically <laughs> okay yeah good hypothetically one male wakes up right that's all we see yes yeah so are there dormant eggs across the world that it goes and fertilizes and maybe all the witnesses of the events in london get fried and it's just random acts of violence across the world until more dragons wake up. Okay. Uh, okay. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to start here folks. We, you know, he, he poses an excellent question. I, I just have to feel that this is a, one of those movies I like to call a fun movie because there is no way <laughs> they would outbreed our means to kill them. At at least our current height, or at least back then, at least. Uh, but yeah, that that's like that's one of those little holes. I mean, it's like that has to be the the part. It's like maybe there were eggs already inside. Who knows? And then he just went out and did his thing for Lord knows how long. Yeah, undetected. Like, yeah, it's um. Yeah, I don't. I don't mean to. No plot holes. Yeah, no plot holes. I, I'm going to say that there are also full-grown dormant females that are around, and that's how. And he, like, he wakes them up. You know, when he's awake, they wake up, and I think that's how they spread so quickly. Uh, but uh, that's. I mean, I don't think so. I I, I think that um, the remainder. I think based on, okay, based solely on this fantastical tale of how these dragons work, I would assume <laughs> that he probably ate the last of the females. 
and the eggs are all that remained of them. They might have been in his crap. Yeah, that's that's a good point, Brian. He could be he could be carrying them. I think they were worldwide <laughs> fertilizing. I I think there was some level of preserved eggs across the world. I don't know. It's. It's yeah, because thing, but I don't we, think we should focus too much on it. You know, <laughs> we also don't know how much time easy. how much time passes from the time when he wakes up till the, the dragons do a full world takeover. Sure, enough time. So, anyway, uh, we do know the year was uh, twenty twenty. Hey, oh no, well, we we're doing close. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm. A, uh, <laughs> what's funny watching this movie? I remembered thinking, isn't there a third guy in this? And all of a sudden, there's Gerard Butler. I had completely mm-hmm. forgotten yeah. that it was Gerard Butler in there. Um, so not a bad top three on the on the male cast. And then you've got, a, I don't know how to say her name, Isabella Scor- Skorupko or whatever from GoldenEye. Uh, won many hearts in GoldenEye for me. Uh, so fun cast. Uh, so first time watch for anybody or you guys have both seen this before? No, I went to see it in the theater. Yeah. It came out. I don't remember if I saw it in the theater, but I saw it very, uh, fairly early upon its <clears throat> initial What do you releases. remember from your first time watching it? What were your impression and how has it changed here? It's a fun flick and it's still a fun flick. I mean, yeah. I, I had fun and disappointment all at the same time. But the older I've gotten, I find it more fun than disappointing. Uh, elaborate on the disappointment, I guess. Yeah, I was curious. I, I did not like the way, when I first saw it, how Matthew McConaughey died. Uh, but the older I get, the more I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> so, But as an 18-year-old, I was like, that was stupid. <laughs> yeah, uh, so that was one of the notes I took was just about the uh, there's several really bad character deaths. Mm-hmm. Really, I mean, I guess a couple, but let's talk about the McConaughey one second and talk about the Butler one first. Oh, I enjoyed the Butler death. I enjoyed the hot breath slamming the door shut <laughs> to roast but, him. It's Not so like worthless. It. So, I yeah, we're in a we're in another jump around the movie mode tonight. I think yeah, oh, you, you're uh, leading this. <laughs> I I'm I'm just setting the tone for the for the listeners. I'm I'm I, you. I just I I I prefer so, not to do the beat by beat recap. Um, yeah, I know. So, but what Arthur was talking about Butler's useless death. So Christian Bale's character, Quinn, is telling McConaughey, don't go hunting the dragon, the the one buck. There's one male dragon. It's bigger. They're going to go after it. And he's indicated that if he goes stirring it up, it might bring trouble back to the people that are remaining at their little castle. That happens. Yeah. And one of the coolest things in this movie is seeing the scale of that dragon because it steps up and it is like the scene from sleeping beauty. Yep. I know it's, it is that full castle size dragon blowing fire. It's gotta be some kind of homage to that. And Bale and Butler get a bunch of the kids and people down below. 
And they're like, oh, there's some other people stuck up there. Stuff's falling apart. Fire's coming in. It's done. Like, you've obviously saved all you can. Yeah. And Bale's going to go be a hero and go at, And Butler's like, nah, I'll do it. You know, or whatever. And he gets in the doorway <laughs> past the fire door. And they're just, like, standing there looking at each other when, you know, backdraft comes flooding down and just absolutely scorches him but safely closes the door to the shelter. It was so worthless. Everybody knew everyone else upstairs was about to die, and they could have held on to, you know, Leonidas. And it was just like such a like, yeah. Oh man, like this movie's so dope. That was dumb. <laughs> well, so I think that part of it is when they were going to go back up to look for the people, because if you remember, uh, Christian Bell sees that dragon fly away. He sees them leave the castle for a second. So I think he they assume that he's done and they're just trying to gather everybody because the rest of the you know castles on fire but then he comes back so it's a, it's a clever book I, I don't i don't think so i don't think they figured it was done at all cuz i mean if you're a dragon why would you stay put for so long it's well, it, that's it, what i'm saying cuz no no it's not what you're saying fire, and then he left no no like no you do flybys as a dragon trust me as a D player dragons do flybys a lot and it's annoying as fuck but like <laughs> but the dragon wasn't flying he was standing on top of the castle is what i was saying and then he his fire off. Exactly. Get what i'm open. saying is the dragon won't stay on the ground forever it will eventually go move around if you can fly why would you not move around with hey, flight Brian. yeah can we get that as like one of those okay like uh oh dear enlightening things you put on a print or something a dragon won't stay on the ground forever yeah <laughs> a dragon <laughs> will not stay on the ground forever get your licks in now you can get like a little fly. like sunset into like little like people like <laughs> leaning their heads on each other and stuff that it's like hey the dragon won't stay on the ground forever yeah it, it'll be over soon <laughs> Inspirational. That was the yeah. word I didn't think. Yeah, of. yeah. Okay. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> uh, so I think what carries this movie, and and like you said, like this has to be a fun movie or it's going to be pulled apart. Like, where does the helicopter fuel come from? Let's not worry about it. Stuff yeah. like that. Exactly. Uh, uh, dumb death number two. The angels. They're really bad at their job, right? Like, okay. Hey, to be fair to them, things didn't go quite as planned. Yeah, and, but uh, it seems like they would have had more experience on that. No, and they also they also let you know they let us know that though not everybody was gonna live through that angel drop because the life expectancy was seventeen seconds. Yeah. That's like and the angels, I love the concept. So the concept with the angels, if you haven't seen this movie, is very, uh, it's what, the high altitude, low, <laughs> it's basically like squirrel suit dragon trappers. Yeah. They're, they're halo jumping. Yes, yeah. halo. High altitude, low orbit. Opening. opening. High altitude, low opening. Yeah, it means that they'll pull their shoots at the last minute. Super um, good concept. Like, that scene's great. Like, yeah, what do you guys is. think of the halo stuff it's a high tense scene it's like they they they're they're out of their element and they're in the dragon's element yeah yes. they, they, 
you got to remember the one that the bait didn't mean to jump. He fell yeah, out of the yeah, helicopter. It was, it was a huge screw up. So, and then the other two jumped to try to save him. But I, I thought the nets were cool that yes. they shot. And uh, I don't know how he broke free, <laughs> but, you know, or she broke free. But yeah, I thought it was a very cool and I thought it was well uh, thought out uh, to put in the movie for them. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah. I like the one that. Uh... So he he should have known, though, when the dragon stops and they're going down at full speed and the dragon all of a sudden stops. He should have known he's getting pretty close to the ground. It might be time to pull a shoot. <laughs> yeah, I, I that's the one where it's like a little like. Eh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that could have been like his second jump because, you know, like it Brian said, they 17 seconds. Is their average life expectancy from when they leave the helicopter? Yeah, I mean, and, and that's from two things, folks. That's from dragon or the earth, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? And and the one the yeah, you got to try the... really hard to stay alive. It's the uh, it's from snatch the conversation of like, if you look at me wrong, I'll kill you. If you oh no, is that no? That's from Lockstock and Two Smoking Barrel. Lockstock. Yeah, it's the guy <laughs> at the tiki bar. If you if you don't understand what I'm saying, I'll kill you. If if you ask me a question, I'll kill you. And he goes through all those things. In fact, you'll have to try pretty hard to stay alive. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the angels. <clears throat> so and like like I said though, the 17 seconds, and that's including the one who's been doing it for eight years. Yeah, he's the, he's the, the one who's he's the one who brought it up above 10 seconds, right. basically. Yeah, everybody else survives one jump. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but how do they have enough people to keep doing that plan? I don't know. Well, they did have a lot enough people, but as our exposition, we get uh, their huge plane that they took to cross the Atlantic didn't quite land so well, and uh, they lost a lot of equipment and people in that uh, convoy crash. We don't always need a prequel. I want a McConaughey one. slaying dragons across the world prequel. Right? Yeah. Well, it's just been across America. But he made it to London. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You you ended on we're going we're going to England after they've done all their studies cuz they mentioned I mean, we get tons of exposition on why they're there, how they've been doing this for so long and you know, that's basically a movie in of, of itself. So Sam I'm kind of curious on, so we, we know they get to England. How did they track to find out where the, the buck is from? Or are they, are they just going to the they, first they, place they that did, a dragon was okay, spotted? Okay, so, so we're getting more into holes territory. But they, they basically did genetic testing on the dragons, and they apparently tracked their, uh, which you can do, Zach. Don't, I never got to look at the plumbing. Science, science they, they're able to do that. It's just kind of iffy that they were able to do that so well so they they killed a dragon and ran a 23 in me and find out where its relative was it's probably more than that they probably I, bet, I bet he was trying to make it sound more glamorous and i bet they just went and found genitals you know they had a couple <laughs> killed dragons and they started poking around and they figured it out or or they could have done any simple research on worldwide events of when this occurred and you would have noticed that this started happening in europe and the first firestorm right recorded which we saw in the montage at the beginning of the movie was boy survives inferno yeah 
that's what I was saying. That is how they figured out where he was from. Yeah, where, where it was is they just tracked. Well, the first one was in London, so that's where it started. You know, that's well, there was no at. sightings. Well, there probably were sightings, but also this inferno happened. Yeah, it wouldn't have taken huge leaps to think. Oh, maybe the first one appeared in London. Anyway, that was my question is how they track the buck. Was it just, you know, back to London or is it just, well, this is where the first one was seen. So this is where we're going. Well, no, no, no. That, that's not what they give as an explanation. They they explain why they're there. They do explain it. Yeah, they said they tracked it back to England, to London. <laughs> not tracking as in I'm a Cherokee scout, Zach. They did genetic like science on based on where like it's I can't remember the word they use, but it's an actual thing that's done. I, I can't remember. It's it's a able to track a species back to its origin location because we do have species that have spread across the world, like ours, and uh, other ones that have come with us, which don't belong in certain environments, which you know that kind of thing. But yeah. Uh Van San as a character. That's McConaughey. Oof. Pretty top tier, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, I had problems with him as a person. Uh, he is a great example of what arrogance can do to a man uh, when you win too much. And he does get some humble pie, which brings him back down to a likable level. Uh, but I, I, I felt he was a he was real harsh. But that's not it's an un- understandable harshness. Like after the dragon's brought down, these people celebrate, and he comes in and wants to shit in their cereal. It's like, come on, man, come on. I, I, it just strikes me as the kind of guy who's seen it play out too many times. Like he probably did do a couple of the dragon killing parties, and then saw what it led to the next morning or something. You know, saw people get killed after the celebration or whatever. Like I imagine. Well, yeah, yeah, that's true. But you also got to understand these people have been living horribly. Like, you can't, you can't just be like, oh, like. But he doesn't. I just think he, um, he, he got a little too big for his britches. He had a bit of a messiah complex, you know. He doesn't, he doesn't say he's the savior of the world, but he sure is acting like he's the savior of the world. He's not far off, but just because you. Maybe that thing doesn't mean you have to let that go to your head. And I think he lets that go to his head a little much. But then he does, like I said, get that humble pie and has to go back to the castle. And then he becomes a lot more. Just a little bit more grounded, like, okay, we can still do this. I just need to pull myself in a little bit and, you know, let this guy knows what he's talking about. He's actually lived around here. He's probably seen it. Mm-hmm. Or he 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 even has a story about it, which you brought up when it comes to the use useless death. Two glands, two glands mixing together. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then yeah, the other the last death is his attack. I don't know, man. I he tried his he tried his gun thing. You go for the king, you best not miss type of deal. I think he knew he was providing some kind of distraction. I don't know. What do you you think about that final death? Other than it also provided like a really good image for the trailer, you know, uh, which I remember being on there. 
his <clears throat> if we're gonna if we're gonna dive into him doing that, it's he cost a lot of people their lives in his career. Obviously, he didn't want to. He didn't want to live with like I wouldn't say that was a, a suicidal act. He he was he was doing what he knew needed to be done, oh, like yeah. the distraction, and he was glad to do it. Let's just say yeah. that. And he was he was taking a swing because if you don't swing, it's just suicide. So he was going. He was like, maybe I'll get lucky. <laughs> you, know? yep. you, you miss all the swings you don't take. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Michael Scott Michael Jordan. Yeah, <laughs> miss hundred percent of the shots so you don't I, take. I yeah. thought, yeah, that's a good way to look at it too, I guess. But when I see it now, I'm just like, oh, he is either trying to buy time, which I don't think he is, or he's just like, yep, I got him. It <laughs> goes out I, because he man, scenario like that. His, he he oh, go uses ahead. the girl as bait to try to get his shot. And his position is compromised. The dragon's gonna wreck him. If if the dragon takes out that, he probably dies in the fall. Yeah, I just think he he he's like Brian said, he's taking the swing. He's, he's trying, swing. but yeah. it's just whenever I saw it when I was younger, I was like, that is bad. <laughs> well, I mean, what what I mean, okay, so heck, and now I'm just like, different. yeah, it's like <laughs> I enjoy it. It's it's the it's recognizing that he at least he's fully aware that not everyone's going to come out of this alive. I mean, I wouldn't say like, yeah, you use people as bait because you have to. Yeah, he he was recognizing he, that not everyone's going to come out of it alive, but he was trying to ensure that he was the one that came out alive. No, he wasn't. Right. <laughs> Until he missed his arrow shot. No. <laughs> I, was. That's no, why he used no. her as I figured face. someone who who's played a team sport would understand how team teamwork works. Like she, like everyone is on exactly the same how teamwork page. works. Everyone don't set on. your teammate up to fail because that's no. not teamwork. That's being a jackass. That's being Act a prima donna. Ten, ten for a moment, you were playing mutant soccer instead of soccer. <laughs> Some of your teammates are going to get blown to pieces. Sometimes you get blown to pieces to win the game. <laughs> It wasn't about getting everybody out alive. Yeah, it's about it. winning the game. I was saying is that he was more than happy to sacrifice his teammate so he could be the hero. And he missed his shot, and that's when he jumped off. And maybe he also jumped off because he didn't want to go back down if they succeeded and face them with calling her out. Wow. And Your pessimism on this one is is nuts to me. Like. I like yes because I don't think he was out to make sure he the lived. He wanted was an asshole. I think he yes. wanted the dragons dead. He wanted the dragons he wanted dead. Dead. I know, but what I'm saying is he might have also sacrificed I, himself. I think he's one of those. I think he probably realizes, and it's not like he had enough time in that moment. But I think he realizes he's not the type of person to help us keep going after the dragons die. Uh, Maybe. But uh, my, my point on that whole moment was that's how you play that game, Zach. He had he he was going to take the shot because he's taken the shot more than she has. That's for damn sure because she flies the helicopter. She hasn't. She probably has never shot at a dragon before. She probably doesn't even know what to look for and how they move. Like he he is definitely the one to take the first shot, and he fails. Yes. After that, it's anybody's game. But he well, is the one to take the shot. I don't have the problem with him taking the shot. All I was pointing out is how he was trying to... He used his teammate as bait, and that's shitty in that situation. That's it's not I shitty mean, that's just, situation. That is exactly how you do it. 
Yeah, that was just strategy. Okay, well, we, we well, will next, disagree because I think Sansan is a, a shitty character, is a shitty person in this. Not I, a shitty character. I, I agree that he was being a shitty person before he got that caravan destroyed. Then he woke up. But he wasn't shitty as in, I'm going to sacrifice all these people. He would have sacrificed both of them to get for his shot. I, I would have too. Okay, and then... And I would have sacrificed case, myself. So, so here's the thing. If he wouldn't have done that, he might it's, have lived. It's, it's, and if he wouldn't have tried to sacrifice her, they could have come up with another strategy. I just think that he had the hero complex, and he was going to be the one to bring it down. And then when he failed... He had past tense the hero complex. But as you... I still, un- I still he, think no, he's that way he when he said gets in the he, battle. He, he told... What was, what was the main guy's name? Uh, Quinn. 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 He told Quinn, you lead, we follow. Yeah. Yes, until they got to the opening where the dragon was, and then he took the lead again. Where he has the area of expertise. Which is fine, and he should have, but I'm saying call out to say, like, don't leave leave your protection to run when the dragon's not anywhere around, and that way I can get my shot. How else do you do it? Well, I mean, you could have actually communicated with your team. You don't they did. have to set them up to die. He was setting her up to die. Going in there is a is, is that that practically was a suicide mission. I and agree. Everyone knew it. But taking in your teammates to go ahead and try to get them killed so you can survive or be the hero is wasn't the right way to take on the dragon, as we saw when he failed to kill the dragon. Yeah, he failed to kill the dragon, but he's all of his moves were correct. No. Yes. No, obviously not, because it didn't work. So they were wrong. Uh, they were successful. Oh, were they? Did they he, win. Did kill the dragon or did Christian Bell kill the dragon by not being a douchebag? Well, see, I'm, I'm considering the team and not the individual, Zach. Oh, well, he wasn't considering the team when he took the shot and tried to kill one of his teammates. He was considering the individual. No. Yes. No. Yes. He would have no. sacrificed them both to get his shot. It wouldn't have mattered if he hit it or he not. He would have sacrificed himself for the time to get the shot. No, he sacrificed himself because he was screwed. Because he put himself out there on an island and there was no way anybody could help him. That's why he sacrificed himself. He had nothing yes, to do with he did. He did try. Like, teammates. we already covered why he did what he did. On yeah, the but swing. It, it wasn't to help out his teammates. Okay. He's, kill the dragon. He, he's trying to kill the dragon. He's not trying to get his. He's not trying to get people killed. He's trying to kill the dragons. Oh. Everyone is on that page. Before then, huh? That's why Quinn yells at him and you, yells you at broke her. Up. To I didn't hear what you out. said. That's why Quinn started yelling at her and him to not come out because the dragon was making a pass. Yeah, he's. We've already discovered this is how they do it, Zach. They lure the dragon when they can't net it onto the so, ground. They lure okay, it to so come he's, down he's a certain... He's an asshole of a character. That's all I'm saying. Is he or, didn't sacrifice or, or we don't he use people who have their expertise in their positions. I guess we'll just... Yeah, okay. I, I've, I've got to be... I, I know Arthur is so upset we've lingered on this so long. No, I love it. 
No, he's not. I, he loves it because we're, he likes the bickering because it makes for good or stuff. Or he's, he's reading something. <laughs> he's looking at something. He's getting some stuff ready, that's for sure. But, like... I, I just thought the death, that him jumping, I didn't like it as a kid, but the, like I said, the more as an adult I look at it, I like it more. It makes more sense for the character, <clears throat> even if you're, even if he's, you know, that, I see that character doing it. That's what I'm saying. Like, you recognize that I, still that I, I said he had a messiah complex. He thought he was a savior, yes. right? You recognize and I still think, I still think I he think does. he realized that he, he wasn't. When he got all that care, that caravan killed in one pass, he he realized he didn't know exactly what he was dealing with. He knew this was a bigger deal than he thought it was. He'd made a mistake, and he was trying to rectify that. But that does not mean you change your your proven tactics when it comes to actually slaying the dragons. And let's just recall that everyone was totally agreeing with how things were going, by the way. It's not like he was like, if you don't go out there, I'll put a gun to your head like we see in all the war movies. Like, he had no means to force people to do anything from his position. Like, are you talking about at the end of this? Yeah, where he's like, no, when I'm when he tells her to run, she knew what the she knew what the game was. Everyone knows this is this is a but what he told her is that there will be an eight to ten second window for you to run when the dragon won't get you. And I will let you know when that window is. That's what he told her before they split up. And as soon as he has the chance, he sees the dragon turning. He's like, here's your window. <laughs> so I don't have a problem that they were using it as bait. I'm saying that they should have, he should what have if that was really that out beforehand. Like, no. And I'm, I'm, Christian I'm, Bale as bait. Oh, yeah, 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 okay. Why, why Christian Bale? Because he wasn't hurting in that situation like she was. She was struggling. Struggling. Mm-hmm. She was. She was. Ha- I mean, when they were coming up, she was. She had a limp and stuff. She was having a harder time. I just said you said it. So I mean, I don't. I don't, like I said, I don't have a problem with that. I think that he was still using them. I think if he would have killed the dragon, then his messiah complex would have been back and worse than it was before he lost the people. No, no, I, th- I no, I disagree. I think I think he woke up a bit. Nah, I because really he don't. didn't. He I didn't even he, make the plan. I think on he went back with his tail between his legs because he needed people. That's people? the only reason I think he went back to the castle is people. because he needed well, so, he needed so Quinn. His, his new, he needed his new, Quinn. He his new plan, his grand assault was a grand total of three people. Well, he was listening to Quinn said, "You, me, and her, we can go get there because yeah. it's smaller amount of people. That it's not making so much noise and racket that they'll be able to. I guess easier to get to the buck." No, uh, I. I disagree. I think I think he he was a, a way better team player at the end than he was at the like when we first were introduced to him. I like movies with dragons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh dragon design. I think this movie's pretty kick ass. Yeah. Definitely not the highest budget movie, and it's 2002, but I think the dragons look amazing. Mm-hmm. The dragons hold up and look better than a lot of other dragons. So I yeah. think. Huh? Like, did to... you see? The, did you see the TV show The Witcher for Netflix? What uh, I didn't see it. <laughs> I like how you said the TV show for Netflix. The Witcher. Yeah, <laughs> not not the Warlock. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, anyway, did you see The Witcher, Brian? Yeah. Did you see how the dragons looked on that? Well, I, I, if I'd seen it, I'd seen that, yeah. Yes. I mean, do you remember how the dragons looked on that? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so which do you, do you think this looks better or that? Do you think uh, Reign of Fire dragons look better or the Witcher ones? I guess the Reign of Fire, but we actually don't get a long-standing shot on the dragons that much in this movie. I, yeah, well, you're right. I but, mean, the outside the castle one, like the you get. Well, you get I'm pretty, comparing pretty it to the Witcher, Arthur. Um, there are conversations with the dragons in the Witcher. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, what my main point was is you see this, and then you see like uh, the the dragons in Game of Thrones, and just the amount of detail that go into each one of them, and then you see like the Witcher ones, and it just is very yeah. comical as how the the dragon looked in the Witcher compared to like this and. That's, that was my point. laugh or anything. It was just, you know, it's dragon. It's just the quality of the CG is a problem. That's all. Um, what else? What else do you want to talk about? I really like the uh, the way they had their their shelter set up, like the uh, underground uh, thing with with. Like fire, like the you know, like the apartment fire suppression yeah. things in the bottom of a castle and ready to go. Like I, I thought they thought through their their last stand pretty good. Yeah, I think that's because of the uh, uh, events that they speak about later in the movie, where the big buck tracked them, tracked that other town. Yeah, mm. they tried to go stop him, and he tracked yeah. him back. And yeah, yeah. Yeah, he says you hadn't seen destruction like that ever, and so, yeah, that's what they're preparing for. I also think too that they've had to deal with the dragon that's flying around their castle from a time or two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but I think I think um, I think that the the big buck was why they were doing all that extra. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> the extra. I also, <laughs> I, uh, you know, the, what'd you think about the vegetable garden? I really enjoyed that that whole sequence <clears throat> yeah. towards the beginning. And uh, the when people that went out to steal from the vegetable garden, there was no chance if one of them or two of them hadn't died that they were going to let them back in the community, right? I think that was the plan. <clears throat> I think they were going to take what they can and go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Real thinkers, really. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm gonna oh. get my own casino with dragons and hookers. Ah, forget the casino. <laughs> uh, anything else to talk about uh, on the movie? I mean, well, I mean, I, 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 what I like about movies like this is the uh, I, I, I've heard the the idea. Uh, particularly based on a lot of movies, the annihilation fantasy. Have you heard of this? Uh, I would like you to elaborate. Well, I guess, folks, like there's there's just some chatter occasionally about why certain movies are the way they are when it comes to, you know, they show monuments and stuff being destroyed, and you know, just everything's coming to an end. It's kind of they. A lot of people refer to the annihilation fantasy. Basically, it's down to we've had things so good and everything's basically way better than in like it used to be when it comes to the ease of life. And a lot of people are actually uh, having a struggle with that. And that's a, you know, it's like, Oh, it's too easy. Cause people actually do thrive on conflict and, and uh, struggle. And uh, that's basically what this kind of movie fulfills. 
this is mostly the aftermath where life is hard and you know instead of having to worry about you know who's going to win what in what game whatever or some minutia in politics it's it's like oh what are we going to eat next winter <laughs> you know it's like kind of like you know that, that kind of fantasy where people just want things to be reset it's why zombie movies are so and zombie stuff so popular it's it's an idea you know sure um i always like that the people that like thrive on the idea that like they'll do well in the apocalypse <laughs> there's like always the story of like well and then they forgot to buy a can opener you know they had all these supplies and they couldn't <laughs> you know open them up correctly or something um i i i just think this movie paces well you know pretty good like we've got some really good carry the dragons thing like it you know whenever you really need one to show up they show up <laughs> yeah I, I feel like it just it it's it was fun to kind of pull it out of the toy box and watch it after it's probably been like a decade um yeah. for me might have had it on in the background like a couple years ago but it's it hangs around pretty well. I, I enjoy it. I recommend watching Ring of Fire. I mean, yeah. sometimes we don't recommend movies. I know. I, I I would recommend it too. It's a good fun watch. Uh, Zach, anything else from the movie to call out or let Brian? Uh, I I really enjoy uh, Christian Bell and Gerard Butler taking credit for uh, Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> <laughs> how did i not mention that it's the best yeah the white knight says the black knight says the yeah. white knight from his says. behind his shiny mask by yeah, the way Don't the way they're that. the way they entertain the kids that are there that have never seen a movie is by reenacting empire strikes back for him and it's so fun to see a bunch of little kids reacting to now i know we didn't discuss that this movie would have spoilers for empire strikes back but yeah, yeah. Uh, I like the. Uh, I don't. I, it's in this movie. We don't have to mention it for Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. <laughs> I like the. But the best part about that is when they. Um, and this spoiler for anybody who hadn't seen Empire Strikes Back, when uh, Christian Bell, who is playing Darth Vader, attacks um, Gerard Butler, who's playing Luke, and cuts off his hand, and he pulls it in his sleeve, and all the kids react like he actually lost his hand, and he mm -hmm. pops it out of the end of it. So we show him it's still there. <laughs> Just gives him a little wave real quick. Yeah. I enjoyed that, too. That's pretty funny. That scene made me think about actual, like, apocalyptic scenarios for us. And I'm like, you know, I think all that stuff will survive. And, you know, maybe eventually those kids will be disappointed, like, oh, our life is a lie. He didn't make that story up. <laughs> <laughs> Quinn's like, a jerk. He's a plagiarist. <clears throat> yeah. No, I yeah, I agree, Brian. That that'd be great. Like all of a sudden, like the next time they go somewhere to raid or whatever, they find <laughs> VCR and yeah, the TV and, and, and Empire. <laughs> I think I mentioned in the last uh in Warlock how we accumulate knowledge over time and that really doesn't like, <clears throat> it'd have to be super, super devastating to lose everything. Uh, I, I think the means of being able to generate electricity... I mean, they were using electronics in the movie, and still... I mean, they had the means to generate electricity, so if they did find DVDs or... You know, I imagine the film copies would be annihilated, but um, 
like there might be servers somewhere that are intact and DVDs and whatnot. That's why physical copies are so important. They'll, yeah. they'll be the ones that help survive. The, like, if nothing else, the comic books will be around. So like, be like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always think it's like, oh, end, end of end of times, and I'll look back at my DVDs and go, okay, who's coming with me? Hmm. Well, I'm what's what are say, you going to play them on? Well, I have DVD. You, you you can get it. I mean, you can still generate electricity. Like it, it'll just, you know, it's for the it's for when that comes around, not you know the next day, you sure. know that kind of thing. It's just saving it is important. <laughs> I'd be like, okay, I'm going to grab Lord of the Rings. Uh, my Nightmare, Nightmare on Elm Street collection, and it's probably all I'll be able to carry. <laughs> it's like, okay, everyone else have to pick something else, you know, that kind of thing. Are you going to grab the whole Nightmare? No, I'm just playing. Well, I've got the box, <laughs> I mean, it'll be easy. Yeah. Oh, and, and the Ghostbusters cartoon. I imagine someone's going to save Ghostbusters. I don't have to worry about that. Oh, I've got uh, Ghostbusters. I mean, that's kind of the deserted island question, right? Like, what are you taking with you? Well, it'll be more of a collective effort. I'm sure some stuff will get lost, you know. But you know, if you you do your part to like pick some things up here and there, things you think that really need to survive, you know, I'd, I'd probably yeah. like all the good movies will be saved or be gone, and Brian will have the remake of Nightmare on Elm Street. That'll be the only movie that survives. <laughs> but I I picked up the box set. I know, no, I'm that saying like you're, you're running, you're running out or something, and the rest of them fall out, and you're just stuck with the last one. But I didn't even pick up that one because the box that I have doesn't have the new one in it. Uh, okay. <laughs> so it's a total loss at that point. Zach, I'm not going to make you name three movies, but like, what's one movie you're grabbing to bring to the uh, along with the the end of days? <sighs> So I will leave uh, Ghostbusters out of it because that's a given. And uh, I will be grabbing Dogma. Okay. I like Dogma. I really enjoy Dogma. And you go a long way on dick and fart jokes. So. True. Brian. Uh, Brian already named it. Yeah, yeah. Brian already named his. Yeah, good Well, point. I mean, I mean <laughs> I'm, not gonna say, I'm not going to say. I'm not going to say. Yeah, yeah. I, I got box sets. I might as well pick up the whole box, right? You know, it's like, okay, all, all three of the Lord of the Rings movies. Boom. Got them. We're good. <laughs> Are they the extended cuts? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> With the making of. So, <laughs> <laughs> can I grab that? Can I grab that? Uh... That uh, Infinity Saga box set of all the Marvel movies. Yes, you can. If you if you can manage, wow. lug that thing around. Go right ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I got it, guys. I got it. I mostly pick Lord of the Rings because the uh, music's so good. Yeah. No, I was. Uh... Of course, I got that on my phone. So whatever. <laughs> <laughs> True. I guess it depends on the situation of why everything's. Yeah, to. exactly. Like if the planet's crumbling, it's like well, I I might have to get something <laughs> yeah, just funny. <laughs> <laughs> like, or or like, like I guess I just don't need any. <laughs> if there's tactics to learn, I gotta go with Starship Troopers. And we'll all practice the flip six three hole. Oh, like good. that way we can <laughs> good. I I'm gonna say tell you this. We're all too old if we try that somebody's dying <laughs> they're, yeah they're landing on their head <laughs> yeah but I'm, I'm not gonna be it <laughs> he's, he's, he's training the children yeah 
Oh, there we go. Okay, gotcha. you train. I, I thought you were being trained in S3. I was like, there's no, no way. No, 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 no. No. Uh, uh, Brian, sweet treat. Sweet treat. Uh, I was I was going to let this one go because I was like, I don't really think there's a sweet treat in this movie. Then I was like, wait a minute. I latched on to something last minute, actually. So I was like, okay. I wanted to do some research to make sure uh, the sweet treat, like usual, it's some little thing you can pick up on. It might tell you a bit more about what's going on and, and the people you're dealing with or the situation, blah, blah, blah. And um, I latched on to the notion of magic hour. Now, in the movie, it's described as the magic, the the time to attack or to uh, slaughter a dragon is dusk or dawn. Basically, when the sun is at the horizon and they can't seem to focus that well at that period. And then that's the time to really get them. He refers to it as magic hour, which is a real thing. Uh, it's typically in photography and in shooting of the visual mediums of the lighting of the sun really, really making the scene so much better that you're shooting or it lights people a certain way. It's really nice. And I was like, that's kind of weird for what was his name? Van Zandt to be aware of that because I hadn't heard of it till I, I was actually in the industry. Um, so I was wondering if that says more about him or if someone he was working with at some point who was aware. Mm. And <clears throat> I wonder if he like, cause his age, what age would he have been? Do we think that um, the dragon started popping up? Well, they both would have been about twelve, right? Or... Yeah, I was thinking preteen. Yeah, I wonder. I, I wonder what that might say about him in his past if he was the one who was actually aware of Magic Hour, if he was maybe a photographer, or if he was in in the in like movie star biz, or you know, like a child actor of some sort. Like maybe he was playing a role, like as in a movie, and that's why it explains a lot of his ulcerousness uh, <laughs> and his his line delivery. That's like awesome. he was playing. Celebrate the heroes. <laughs> yeah. I kind of love that. Yeah. Envy the country that has heroes. Yeah. yeah. Pity the country that needs them. I say pity the country that needs them. He's so good. Fans in. Just you calm all make down, me dude. Sick. I'll, I want to ask one more thing. Uh, do they? Do you? Do you guys think they eat the dragon? Oh yeah. I. I don't think they're eating the yeah. dragon and it very much made me disappointed because when he goes, when Christian Bell Quinn goes back out to check the dragon, when they're attacking the, uh, when, well, when Van Zandt's getting demolished by, uh, the buck, it still looks exactly how it did when they brought it down. Well, I mean, granted Zach, it is a lot of meat. So well, I know, but I, mean, I just, but... I, I don't think they were eating it. And that I, makes me disappointed. I'm sorry. I thought you meant Van Zandt's group. I bet they ate the dragons. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like, I, I that's why I assume oh, yeah. that the I, I'm assuming the celebration was partly dragons dead. Yay, they killed a dragon, and yay, we have food. 
Yeah, see, that's what I was saying. But I'm not sure if they were eating it or not because they do use the dead dragon as a means to ward it off. I mean, you've got lots of dragon at that point. Yeah. But they're all hungry, so they might be pretty chewy. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just not sure either. It's just like, I mean, because we never see that. I I didn't happen to see any food of the dragon variety. I was wondering if anyone else noticed. uh, Yeah, I didn't see it either. But what I was talking about, yeah, when he went back. They had that big fire, though. They had the big fire. That's a good point. Maybe right. they were roasted. Maybe they just had a wing. Maybe they're roasted. Well, a thigh, <laughs> drumstick, you know. Uh, but yeah, with the, when, when he went back style. to the egg, I was like, I was like, now if this is me, <laughs> and we're in this dragon apocalypse, and this big old guy comes down, we're cutting it up to eat. Yeah, we're Fred Flintstone. Fred Flintstone. <laughs> we're going to tip this car over with the ribs, because man. <laughs> but yeah, I wonder. Yeah. I, yeah. I wonder. I was. I was like, oh, maybe you eat the egg. And then I looked at the egg. I was like, nah, I probably wouldn't eat that. <laughs> yeah, where you could see the outline of a new dragon in it. Well, I mean, you know. Well, no, no, no. It wasn't fertilized at that point. It shouldn't have had an outline. It might have been just the yolk. Maybe it's yolk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Something. It didn't look like I wanted to eat it. I think we're on the same page there. Yeah, it didn't look like a, an egg that would be tasty. No. It's like, man, it kind of glows. <laughs> <laughs> and it's clear. It's kind of see-through and glows. <laughs> I feel like if we expose the inside to oxygen, it'll explode. <laughs> Always a risk. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to see him cut it up. Yeah. Uh, movie pairing. I, I, oh, I was going to go say ahead. one more thing. I also like when Quinn meets Van Zant and he tells him he's a dragon slayer, and he's. There's a hundred percent chance at first Quinn's like, "Oh, you found a uh, dragon tooth in a carcass of a cow, where <laughs> it left, it lost it." That's what I yeah. thought. <laughs> dragon killer. Nah, he, dragon. What convinced him was the look in his eyes. Yeah. For uh, we're the we're the Kentucky regulars. <laughs> Just Kentucky. That's what he said. Aren't says. there fifty states? <laughs> like that's what I would have said. I'm like, aren't there fifty states? <laughs> Got his first kill in Kansas. Ooh. Wait a minute, what are you doing in Kansas from Kentucky? Was it in Kansas or Ka- near Kansas City? Because that might have been Missouri. I don't remember I thought he said Kansas. Well, yeah, you got to think. City, Kansas, Kansas was in there. Think about the thing Brian pointed out. He, I mean, he's also like Quinn's age. Like he didn't start out as a dragon slayer. He would have been a refugee. He would have been moved around. He would have been trained. He would have learned. Like so. That just because he's from Kentucky doesn't mean he was an army man in Kentucky. There was a lot of yeah. time to. No, no, no. What I was saying is when he showed up, he identified them as the Kentucky Irregulars. Mm. Well, I could just be a name. Yeah, I mean, that. Yeah, <laughs> or, 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 let's be honest. <laughs> they could just made up anything. He could just yeah. be like, I'm the president of the United States. <laughs> I'd have sure. been at that point. He should have been at that point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like, no, nah, I'm going to save that for the end. Uh, I do. I just, I mean, it's just McConaughey's at the top of his game in this one. It's a really fun one from him. Yeah. Uh, I, I like it a lot. But, all right. Uh, oh, oh, one more thing. One more thing. No, the part where Van Zandt pops out of the top of the tank and the guy's like, 
oh, there's there's only one thing worse than dragons. It's Americans. At first, I was like, man, that's kind of how does he even know that guy's American just by looking at him, you know? And then, oh, when he's got the American flag on his chest. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I I forgot about that. And then when I saw, it, I was like, how do you know he's? And then same thing, Brian. I was yeah. like, how do you oh, know he's American? Just... Oh, there it is. It's flag. He's got the flag. I knew it pretty loud. I just. I also like how long that cigar is that he's chewing on. <laughs> Did you notice that when he pulls it out of its mouth? I think I think it's like just a little bitty cigar, and it's no, that's like five inches. He sticks the whole thing except for the last inch in his mouth. Hmm. Uh, and of course, we we referenced it, but great character moment. Van Zant always drinking from his flask, <laughs> and then they're in London. Yeah. Shit's going down. And he hands a little over to, to Bale. Uh, <laughs> that was good. <laughs> and Bale goes to take a swig, you know, like basically his death drink, a little bit of whiskey to ease the nerves. Yeah. And he just freaks out and goes, oh, it's water. And he just, <laughs> McConaughey doesn't break it. Yeah, you could use some of that. Go in and take it. You know, or something like that. Like, <laughs> yeah. He said, you can keep that. <laughs> so just doesn't miss a beat. Like, <laughs> been this crazy like he's always drinking nope it's water like <laughs> great character moment mm-hmm. uh, top of this game all right pairings go uh, ahead arthur it was your movie uh so yeah we're gonna have to go with that's how to not train the sound. your dragon two <laughs> I think it's the one that has the like huh. you find out like there's a super dragon in the middle. Now let's just do the first one. How to train your dragon. Okay. Followed by Rain of Fire. Much better. No, but there's one that has too. like the whole breeding concept going on. It might have been the first. Cool. I don't, know. I don't know. I love that series. Hey, and it's got Gerard Butler in it. Oh full circle. <laughs> isn't, isn't he the king? And yeah. or whatever, the leader? Yeah. Yeah. Ryan. I had some trouble with this one. And I was like, what would I watch with this? And I was just like, uh, I'll go with uh, Dawn of the Dead. The, uh, you know, yeah. Remake? Which one? The remake. Okay. What are you watching first? Uh, we'll watch... Um, We'll watch Dawn of the Dead first, and we'll go with the Rain of Fire. So just we'll apocalyptic go... survival night. Yeah, yeah. We'll go with okay. Here's here's the start of the apocalypse, and here's here's what it looks like after. Dude, how great would uh, dragons existing in a zombie apocalypse be? Well, I think like... it it throw the zombies off their game. That's for sure. Well, what if you could like train it and ride it and just like swath it and like. <laughs> You know, considering the concept, especially in the Reign of Fire, that the dragons feed on ashes, I think we wouldn't have to train them to hunt down hordes of zombies and devour them. <laughs> I guess it was done, basically, in, in Game of Thrones. Yeah. Like, the dragons yeah. attack the Nightwalkers, but whatever. Yeah. Zach, what do you got? So I'm going to pair this with uh, another prehistoric monster kicking some butt, and we're going to go with the Meg. I love, so I'm going to go with the Meg. Yeah, 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 with Jason Statham. So the Meg, and then we, huh? No plot holes. All kinds of plot holes, but it's fun. (laughs) Plot Uh, holes! Have you never seen the Meg? Not yet. 
You should watch it. Uh, the okay. only disappointing thing that I've had in the Meg is I really wanted to see Jason Statham punch the Meg, <laughs> punch it. He didn't do it. So, <laughs> but we'll start with the the uh, Meg and we'll finish with Rain of Fire. <laughs> I like it. Oh, excuse me. I like it a lot. I, I thought about pairing it with Ed TV, but I just couldn't pull that trigger. <clears throat> couldn't couldn't do it. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> All right, ranking time. Mm. Who wants to go first? I'll go. Go ahead. Um, Your top three, Brian, mm-hmm. are currently Ghostbusters, New Nightmare, and Batman Returns. Let's keep going. Just from that? Yeah. <clears throat> Poltergeist, Scrooge, Arachnophobia, The Blog, Demonic Toys, Pumpkin head. Pumpkin. All right, you stop. Uh, this goes. This goes. Uh, I'm trying to figure out which side of this particular movie it goes on because it's kind of tough for me. I think I'll go with. This goes right above the blob, for me. The gotcha. blog. I like it. Chopping Zachary, uh, your top three. Ghostbusters, Lost Boys, and Scrooged. No, it's not there. Keep going. Yeah. New Nightmare, Evil Dead, Arachnophobia, Poltergeist, The Burbs, Batman Returns, Warriors, Blob, Frankenhooker, Basket Case. Sob. Okay, okay, you're good, you're good. I will put this above the Warriors. Uh, makes sense. What about a dragon in the Warriors movie? Yes. <laughs> we've got everybody here we've got all the boppers we've got the <laughs> the warriors we've got the new uptown janks we've got the drag oh the dragons shit the time square everybody the, run like, can you dig it it's 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 the Times square dragon <laughs> one dragon yeah. you were supposed to bring eight of your best men <laughs> <laughs> He's got a hoard of gold. You know something we didn't mention at the beginning of this? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, Arthur, before you get to place it, but I like when the dragon snots on the young Quinn in the the tunnel when he first discovers him. Well, he he was going to breathe fire on him. Yeah, I I know he was. Because he just woke up. He got lucky, basically, and got his and stuff. And I think it, I think it did even like the ke- chemical burned him. Oh yeah, <laughs> around his eyes. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it was that was a really neat effect. Like you knew, like there was good. The kid did a good job. Like his yeah. fear, like the 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 moment was really conveyed well. Uh, that was pretty. In, I mean, it was pretty solid. I liked it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, sorry. I just I was like, ooh, he's knotted on him. Like, and I like, too, when the dragon wakes up, like, all the fire that just instantly starts yes. lighting up around him. Oh, the beginning's so badass. I'd forgotten most of that. I remember, like, dragons woke up in London, but I forgot we got a good, like, 10-minute setup. Yeah, I, the only thing I remembered about that was the mom dying in the elevator trying to escape. That's all I remembered about the the, the opening of this. Yeah. Uh, my top three Ghostbusters, Batman Returns, and the Lost Boys. Uh, if I go down a little bit further, I got the Burbs, New Nightmare, Warriors, Scrooged, Arachnophobia, and Fright Night. 
Somewhere around that arachnophobia area. I think I'm going to push. That is a toughie, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It is. I'm trying not to yeah. base this one on what would I watch more and go back to better. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm going to leave Scrooge where it's at and move arachnophobia down one. Yeah. Um, How dare you? How you play? <laughs> you didn't push Scrooge down. <laughs> I wouldn't push arachnophobia down either. Um, I like them both a lot. I know. It, you just, it, it, at this point, you're splitting hairs on. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. It's tough. This is tough <laughs> stuff. Not bad. I mean, it's not like I'm asking. It's not. It's not like we're asking you to pick between <laughs> rain of fire, arachnophobia, and sundown, and which one never gets seen right. again. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan and I were chatting a little after last week's episode. And we're talking about doing like a one month break or whatever coming up, like September, maybe. And doing that as our season break. And the conversation went to the list. And the thought might be not carry all the movies over in the rankings. I would say just carry the top five or top ten. We talked about like top five and bottom five. And maybe like a middle one just to give us like a bearing of like where it yeah. goes. Maybe not a middle. But like, yeah. So we're talking about like a season two ranking that carries some but not all of this just to give you a feeler of where you're at. Yeah. Um, so that'll be fun. <clears throat> well, we'll, we'll talk have... about this off air and we'll announce what we're going to do here in the coming yeah. weeks. <laughs> I just thought it, I, I just thought it was good, you know, you know, when Arthur suggested the bottom three coming along or five as well. I was like, good. Then, then uh, you know, sundown will never, never leave us. You know, it'll, it'll never, <laughs> it'll never lose hey. its light. Hey, <laughs> neither will Double Dragon. Well, I'm fine with that too. I get. Well, maybe someday we'll find some stuff that's worse than Double Dragon. I think we will. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> Robert Patrick is an is a national treasure. Okay. Uh what, uh, what is going on? I, I still want to get out to the theater to watch Green Knight. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, still haven't watched the new Purge. So that's things I, that happen. I do have a question for y'all. So have you seen the Natalie Portman, or not Natalie Portman, that, uh, uh, no, Natalie Portman. Scarlett Johansson. No, it's <laughs> Natalie Portman. Nope, Natalie Portman. The Scarlett <laughs> Johansson uh, lawsuit against Disney. Yeah, seen? I think I've it's about it sour grapes but i don't know i i actually fall on the side of uh scarlett johansson on this yeah i figured what uh, because and the reason i do is because whenever you're going to change that when you have it a structured setup for theater only you should have gone in to renegotiate these contracts well i'm not i don't want us to go too much into this i'm just going to say neither of us none of us have any clue what's going on so it's really not our deal and you know, the they, Coke stuff, you know, whatever. They should pay her more. I was just curious. It just, yeah, like the, the streaming movement, obviously there's stuff that has to be done in the contracts. To that, but I'm not, I, it's, it's not so much as going into if I'm defending her or not. I'm, what I'm saying is if, because I enjoy the straight to the streaming services along with the it'll, theatrical so releases. And here's the I, thing. It'll work itself out pretty quickly, just like DVD mm-hmm. rights. There was those movies that got caught in the weird stuff where, like, music wasn't licensed, and within two years they had it figured out. The contracts will figure it out going yeah. forward. 
the way you like it is the way it'll be. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm just surprised that whenever uh, that Disney and they're not the only ones because there's other actors getting it, uh, firing up lawsuits. That how do how did they not have it figured out quite like uh, Tom, or uh, Warner Brothers did? Because well, Warner Brothers went back I and mean, renegotiated. It's whatever, but it's not like for a lot. Uh, let's just say. I, I find it funny that we all knew that this was going to be dropping at the same time for quite some time. And nothing was done about that beforehand. Yeah. Beforehand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It just surprises me that. Well, I mean, on her end as well. This kind well, of. Well, dis- she must have seen the receipts and not liked them. Well, well, I think they were in negotiation to redo it and it just didn't, wasn't completed by the release date but who knows i don't well, know everything I have more nefarious it. pr thoughts about how everything unfolded in the months prior to the release but you know whatever that's neither here nor there i just find it you know i was like oh well that makes sense now what's what's what else what's coming out here in august is there anything uh, about? suicide squad i wrote oh. i'm very excited about <clears> that i uh i i went ahead and watched greenland did you? <laughs> what did you think? I uh, loved the effects in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> to me, it's one of those, it's bad, but like, uh, here was the thing. I don't know if I told you this concept I thought watching it. It felt like almost every like side, like one scene actor had won a contest to be in the movie. Yeah, maybe. I, I just didn't focus on them. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I yeah. You think it was fun, Brian? I had fun watching it. Yeah, it was fun. fun. Well, I mean, it was fun to a degree. There were scenes I was just like pulling my hair out going, God, this is stressful as hell. Like, I don't know. Spoiler alert, folks, because screw you. I don't care. Um, (laughs) I mean, when when, when her kid gets kidnapped, I was like, gee. Yeah, it gets. Yeah, oh, that was rough. This, it's like, oh, you know, oh, the world's about to end, but don't worry, your kid got kidnapped too. Yeah. <laughs> just pile it on, please. Rough. I was like, Fuck. yeah, that was pretty bad. Yeah, it was. I was like, <laughs> yeah. And that dude's like, I'm really a good guy. It's like, maybe he's like it. Yeah. <laughs> look, look, you're trying to get past the border. Better steal was... someone else's kid. <laughs> <laughs> I, I also like how they're trying to get uh, north to Canada to to fly to Greenland, and then we have the little, uh, you know, the, the guys on the truck. Where oh. are you from? Atlanta. Jeez. No, where originally? You need to go back to where you're from. Like, what? Well, I'm trying. What are you talking about? Yeah, you're all that, trying to avoid that. That that, that kind of stuff. Like I, I when when that kind of stuff is in a movie like this, I, I'm just kind of like, uh, I don't like. You didn't need to make him be the I don't like immigrants guy. Yeah. Like he, he could have just been like, <laughs> I want the bracelet, and that could have been the end of the conversation. Yeah. But they're like, oh, we need to make sure that people don't like him. It's like, no, no, <laughs> no. like. Just do them fighting over the bracelet and not try to do some moral high ground crap, you know? Yeah, because exactly. then that that takes away from the like later in that scene where spoiler alert, folks, he he puts that hammer in his head and he is like devastated that he just killed a guy. For me, I'd have been like, well, 
you know, <laughs> tried to kill me over a bracelet. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's not like it. Like when survival starts kicking in, yeah. then things get like that, right? But even though when you think about it reasonably, it's probably not going to do that guy a lick of good anyway. Oh, but yeah. it's like, but then they had to throw in, oh, I was like, I don't like you being an immigrant. <laughs> it's like, come on. I paused it and started laughing when that, yeah, when that happened. We, I, I was like, what? <laughs> we had a really funny text chat thread um, in a group where one of the guys is diabetic and I was like, dude, you got to watch this one. It's Diabetes, <laughs> diabetes drives the plot. It's, and uh, his, all right, so he came back and he was like, man, that movie's pissed me off so much. That kid had a such and such pump. He wouldn't have needed insulin between then and then. And they were giving him juice. You wouldn't give that kid juice. And it's like, okay. So, so the fireballs yeah. that they're driving around and like getting surviving and like this stuff, that part's fine. It's the diabetes facts that you have trouble. <laughs> I, I I laughed because I figured, oh, he's probably going to be like, oh, well, in the case of an emergency, I'm not going to be selected. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> that's what I was thinking too, right? It's like, oh, congrats. <laughs> oh, spoiler alert, folks. <laughs> Y'all shouldn't have been selected. Yeah, I like how the the medical records that they apparently are basing some of this off of too. It's just well, hey, by the way, we have a kid with a really badass treatment for his diabetes. I mean, that happens. Some stuff, you know, because they can't take too many chances. There's yeah, not that, gonna be supplies. Yeah, it's. I mean, basically, it's like I was making fun of that he slid through. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's probably not going to be that perfect. Because they weren't they weren't looking through the kid's record. Yeah, and they also yeah, good point. And he was they were carrying looking, it was at it was at the father, it was the target. Yeah. Get him. They look, he's got a kid and a wife. Okay, they're all in. Move next next guy, next guy. Because this was it but Although, by the sound of it, this movie sounded like, oh, this is a last minute oh, last minute oh shit procedures. Yeah. And yeah. you're gonna have to fly some stuff by. It's like okay, print, next, 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 I, next. I also really enjoyed the end, and I enjoyed it so much so back when I saw John Cusack do it in 2012. <laughs> yeah, speaking of which, I actually uh, um, rewatched that the other night. In <laughs> 2012? Yeah. That's... Uh, we're just talking about Annihilation movies here, folks. That's I had right. it on the other night while I was working late. Like, I didn't, uh -huh. like, intently watch it but like i did a little bit <laughs> yeah. i do like spectacle destruction scenes yeah yes it's fun they're delicious so it's fun anyway guys what are we watching next week oh that'd be me mm. well I, I i i don't know i i can't quite recall all the movies i've picked uh, as in, have I picked anything that's relatively modern as our review, or has that been just you two so far? Probably us two so far. What have we picked that was relatively modern besides, I think, Saw, Saw and, um, and Valentine? Saw. Yeah. Well, this is more, I mean, Reign of Fire is more. This, well, 
this and Valentine. Valentine Valentine was 90s. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, uh, I'm just saying I don't think I picked anything up in that range yet. Yeah. So, I don't, I don't so I'm, I'm taking that opportunity now, and I'm going to pick a remake, and we're going to watch 13 Ghosts. It's mm, a good time. Brian, where can the listeners find 13 Ghosts? That's on one of the streamings. <laughs> <laughs> no, I watched it already. I can't remember what it was on. I was hoping you were going to say an especially built, an especially built house or whatever. Yep. <laughs> That'd be fun. Uh, I'm interested to hear your. Streamings. Oh yeah. Little preview is um, I like the uh, setup and the uh, idea of things more than the actual execution. I'll just end it there. It'll be two weeks in a row where I wish we had had a prequel. Oh wow. Oh yeah. I don't see it listed for one of the streams. Thirteen Ghosts is no longer listed on streaming. It's okay. I watched That's it fine. Uh, last night <laughs> on something. <laughs> it might not up. be updated on the streaming fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look. Uh... May have gone off today. <laughs> no, I checked the dates. 13. I'm checking all my... I know I've seen it. I just don't know where I've seen it lately. It's not... there. Ooh, I think I know where it is. Someone should talk. Someone should talk. Really good radio. It's okay. Uh, Okay, so it's on HBO Max. All right, nice. That's where I watched it. Oh, that's right. That's because I kept occasionally seeing the little uh, buffering dots. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Cough, 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 cough. Oh, cool. Get your crap together, HBO. Back in the week with 13 Ghosts. Yep. Ooh, I'm not seeing it on there. <laughs> but Let, I'll find it. We'll figure out a way to all watch it. Uh, maybe you've seen it. Maybe you'll just listen to us not really talk about it much, but talk about one scene or something for 20 minutes. Uh, well, it's playing right now. <laughs> pause. Okay. The dots are going. <laughs> Yeah, All right, yeah, what so Suicide Squad on HBO Max this week. Let's party. I'm Three win. dots. Yep. <laughs> Three dot night. <laughs> Brian, take us home. All right, folks. If you've managed in the wake of the dragon apocalypse to reliably bring down dragons, and it's quite apparent that they're now struggling to survive. At this point, it becomes a game of attrition. Maybe you should just stay put in America and survive there and not worry about the buck because once there's no more food, it will just go back to sleep. But you can keep eating dragons all you like. And you'll win. Ha, ha, ha.